Actually, maybe drunk only. All right. But I had sober. I think it's pretty good. And uh, I saw the sign, and it said open, so I walked in and got food. Right. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Well, thanks for seeing the sign that says, double ACP, hottest pot in town. <laughs> we put a lot of money into that sign. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> I wish it wasn't up on County M. Not a lot of passerby. Yeah, it's like a three-billboard situation, though. We put it where just the sheriff could see it. Yep. Well, the sheriff listens. Mm-hmm. Pew-pew. Uh, so we <laughs> sheriffs have guns and they, sometimes they shoot them. You followed. <laughs> there wasn't yep. much more there. <laughs> <laughs> really don't think much of our listeners there to clarify that. Uh-huh. Should I tell them about joke. the maggots? I'll tell them about the maggots. You yeah. didn't tell me about. You told me a little bit about the maggots. Okay. Uh, so today I'm like, oh, we got we got a little fruit fly situation. I'm like, oh, what are they doing? Are they in these potatoes? I'm like, oh, maybe fruit flies are into potatoes. Um really not a concerning amount of fruit flies mm-hmm. uh and then to clean up a little bit uh i lifted up we had one of those like stupid cutting boards that's made out of countertop so it's like it's not a cutting board it's like they had extra countertop yeah so they're they like they could, <laughs> we'll put some countertop on top of the countertop right, this is when exhibit <laughs> finishes your kitchen <laughs> we heard you like countertop <laughs> countertop to countertop yeah i don't get it so juice of some nature slipped under there and uh-huh. uh i lifted it up to clean it today just eggs and like little maggots and fruit flies Yeesh. and uh it was a whole scene and it smelled quite rank which you couldn't smell otherwise well also we never use that cutting board because no i mean why would you you have to then wash the thing well you'd ruin a knife on it too it's not soft enough there's there's no purpose for it that's a good point i didn't even think about the knives i thought more because have you ever try to wash it you have to like pick it up bring it over to this it doesn't very heavy right it weighs yeah it weighs like 15 pounds things things uh enormous Mm -hmm. so you got rid of our maggots i i felt bad because you're like we got all these maggots under this cutting board and i'm just like uh, i probably haven't looked under that cutting board in a year i don't know yeah. to tell you no i don't know um you know what i took maggot duty that's all right some days you're on maggots some days um i don't know you sweep mm-hmm. maggot duty that sounds like a military thing it does doesn't hey, it maggot could you clean up the cutting board today i always wondered uh i always thought it would be fun if if someone left the military thinking their name was maggot didn't didn't pick up on the fact that everyone's referred to as maggot. Yeah, right, right. They brainwash them so good that right. They break them down and they like <laughs> he like wanders off the day they build you back up. So he's just broken down forever. That's why these vets can't get jobs because they keep putting maggot on top of their resume. Who wants to hire that guy? <laughs> yeah, they keep swapping underwear with people. You know that's the thing they do. They make everyone wear each other's underwear. It's how they part of the breakdown. What? What are you talking about? Is that a real thing? Yeah, they're like, throw your underwear in a pile and take a new pair. You're wearing someone else's underwear. That sounds like a key party or something. <laughs> this sounds like something from the 70s. Wait, is key party sex for that? I thought it was key party. It was... No, that makes sense. A what key... is a key party? Key party is where you go to a party with like your... I think all the husbands throw their keys in a hat or something at the start of the night. End of the night, you go, oh, okay, I'm taking off. You pull the keys out and you go, hey, Jim, I got your keys. Come drive me home. And then you sleep with... Jim sleeps with whoever pulled Jim's keys out. I see. But, oh boy, wouldn't that be annoying if you're just like, oh, sure, I'll look at all these people and they're hot, the hot couples at this key party. And then you pull out a key and you're like, God damn it. Kevin was the one guy I knew we shouldn't invite <laughs> to the key party. Yeah, well, these swingers either have His to. His wife's got a goiter. 
I think these swingers are all kind of 42 years old. Mm-hmm. They get in this range where they're just like, you know what? Everybody's wife looks fine and everybody's husband's looks got a little okay. bit of a gut. Yeah. It would be more exciting to sleep with someone's ugly wife at this moment. Than, that's the mentality of <laughs> then, a swinger. I'm not saying. Own. Yeah, but you got all these young people that are. Do they do? Key, I don't think they do. Key no, parties. not keep. Nothing like that. But it's really just. Yeah, a, key party seems like an intro kind of like a say, like, I don't want to be there. I'm thinking more of like sex parties where you don't have a key. You just like wink at a couple and then they have to come over and have sex with you while they tell you about their nephew. I don't know what you really talk about. At Are those. you picturing the, the parties where the ladies wear just orgies? Masks? Oh, okay. that's one of them. What do you call those? <laughs> Masquerade parties. Masquerade. Although people often have masquerade parties and they're just parties where you wear those and drink and hang out, right? They've kind of become like the toga party where it's just like a themed party now. Yeah, that could be. I don't know what the rich are up to, to be honest. <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't know what the point of these bird masks and are. And that's why you're salt of the earth and your comedy is so relatable. Um, I have a question today and uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to dial it back here a few years and really reach into the old crusty folds of that gray matter up top there. See if I can't pull out some childhood memories. What was that whole uh, Jack and the Beanstalk thing about? Mm-hmm. I remember a couple key points. There was a boy named Beanstalk. <laughs> <laughs> and then a giant named Jack. And they got in a fight because he climbed up it. And there was it was a magic Beanstalk. Yes. But the stalk wasn't magic. The bean was magic. The stalk was large. It was a large Beanstalk. Which, yep. to be honest, until talking right now... and. I've never said the word beanstalk outside of that story. No, there's you don't see a lot of beanstalk. I mean, it's that's more about the, the only beans. beanstalk that was noticeable. Every other... I mean, you go, oh, let's pick beans, and I never think... Is there one stalk? You get a bunch of pods off the beanstalk? I think so. Hmm. I guess I just never use the word stalk much. No. Which is probably a good thing, ladies. Oh, God. <laughs> and fellas. All right. Actually, did I tell you about the time I shadowed someone? <laughs> it's a real low point in my life. Shadowed someone? I shadowed someone home. Oh, no. Yeah. What is this story? Okay. I thought you meant like for a job you were interested in. <laughs> no. Well, I was interested in the job of getting revenge. Uh, I'm very nervous about this story. Yeah, I can cut it if I need to. <laughs> <laughs> so, there was a point in college where my good, some of my best friends also went to my college. And they were very interested in impressing the hockey team. They wanted to be buddies with the hockey team. So, that was kind of happening. Um I was in a bar, and uh, I probably said something that was quite off-putting to this gentleman on the hockey team. Like, okay. he was in the bar, and I think he was kind of gave me some attitude, and I made a joke. Like, I was just being kind of like a wise guy. Mm-hmm. And um, next thing I know, he's tackling me, and we're he's, on the ground. He's tackling you. Yeah. All right. Or he swings and misses or something. Oh, I would much rather get in like a, like a wrestle than in oh, a, yeah, yeah. Like well, a fist fight. I think he might have swung. He wanted a fist fight. I don't remember, but I'm like... Yeah, I, I'm, I was only going to go to the ground. And in fact, what I did is I got a hold of one wrist and uh, my foot was near his torso. So I put my foot in his armpit and just pulled on his arm to oh. keep him. I wasn't trying to like pull it out, but I was trying to keep him at a safe distance. Sure. Um, and so then I got broken up and the bar was friends with the hockey team, I'm pretty sure, because I came back. Uh, my jacket was ripped and I'm like, I dropped my phone. And then they handed me a phone that was like snapped in half. I'm like, there's no fucking way. My, like, we literally just fell to the ground. To clarify, snapped in half phone. You had a flip phone at the time? I had a slide phone. Okay. That's, that's, too and bad. it was like in two people. They, they, like, they slid yeah, a little too far. Yeah. Um, but so I was fuming. And then, especially after the bar, we were 
like, ah, you know, you douche, you ass. And uh, my best friends weren't like, no, no, he's cool. They just kind of like let, mm. I don't know. So it was frustrating. So what I did is I went into Emilio's. I'm like, hey, it's cold. Can I stay here while you sweep up waiting for my ride? Sure. Uh, okay, okay. And then I, I just kind of like peeped out and watched these guys leave uh, and followed them home. And then uh, I took a rock from the river. All right. And I tried throwing it at their car from a, a distance. It was a big rock uh, and it missed. And then I went home. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't go get another rock? I've never been more mad in my entire life. Wow. The river was a little ways. Oh, I was incredibly nervous that you followed a woman home, and no. that's what the story was. No. I'm perfectly comfortable with the failing to get back at the hockey team and being mad at them. That's a, yeah. Good. I mean, when your friends are just like, leave you on no man's, in, out in no man's land there, mm-hmm. uh, it's, a, it's a, a lonely island. I hear you. Well, this Jack was on a lonely <laughs> island. <'cause> him <laughs> if I his... cut, that's going to make no goddamn sense. <laughs> No, no, keep the story. Cut, cut some of the stuff. I don't know. I'm not super comfortable with all that. Right, all right. <laughs> we'll see. Anyway. Um, so, Jack has a mom. Jack lives with his mom. Good for him. Yeah, it's one of these. Not an orphan. No, correct. But also no father, no siblings from my knowledge. Okay. They're very poor. Mm-hmm. They have a lone source of income. And it is. The mother? No, she has no job from my understanding. Okay, where's this money coming from? They're dairy cow. Oh. Jack's mom owns a dairy cow. Dairy cow provides them with milk. Presumably Jack goes around the countryside in England, sells off some of this milk, and that's how they they live. Interesting. Why don't they get a why don't they save up second dairy cow? No, it'd be a good idea, but I don't know how much milk. It's kind of like a job to have a cow and milk it. It's like, well, why not just add another cow? And another cow. Yeah, she's in the farming probably, industry, is what I'm saying. She's too dumb to realize it. It's right under her nose. Yeah, they're they're probably at that level. You know, it's a it's a vicious cycle where you know they have barely enough money to get by, so you can't save up to get. The, if you had that no, third I, cow, I then all of a sudden you're cooking. You own a whole yeah. fleet of cows. You take out a loan. That it's a day by day milk situation. I hear you. Once that cow dies, though, you're well. So that's that's where we run into some trouble. No dairy cow stops giving milk. Oh, could they? They can just do that. They, they get old, right? Menopause. Mm, is it the same thing? <laughs> that feels like a theory. Pretty pretty certain. No <laughs> okay. eggs, no milk. Now they got nothing, <laughs> nothing left here. <laughs> no eggs, no milk. Is there at least bread? No bread. Bacon? No, what kind of breakfast? What kind of breakfast? <laughs> it feels like half a breakfast. Eggs, milk, toast, bacon. Yeah. Well, the cow's not providing anymore. Nobody's... Nobody's bringing home the bacon. Nobody's bringing home the bacon. <laughs> Nobody's making the milk or the eggs. <laughs> so what they do? The yeah. family's toast. The family. <laughs> <laughs> so Jack's mom, who I don't know what she was doing. She doesn't have a job, but she sends Jack into the market with the cow, and she says, "You need to exchange this cow for something of equal or greater value that will continue to provide us with a source of income." Interesting. Which is. Tough task. Which, for an unemployed mother to just trust her son to go take care of that, what was she doing during the day? I don't know. Cause I'm I, suspect. She might have been bedridden. Okay. That's a possibility. Let's let's call her bedridden. She was bedridden, and then she had a son. What's she doing now? No, no, no. She had a son. <laughs> I'm making a joke about the term bedridden. <laughs> Ridden in bed. I see. Uh, so he goes, he goes, he takes his cow to the market. Mm-hmm. He's like, who wants a cow? Everyone's like, well, does he make good milk? And he's like, no milk. Okay. He's an honest boy. I think, yeah, he can't. Small town, he probably can't. Right. Also, yeah, he's going to sell this cow. It's going to not make milk. They're going to come burn his house down the next day. 
That's what England used to be like back in the oh, day. Oh, yeah. Too much thatch. Thatched roofs. Margaret thatched roofs. Mm-hmm. She was mean. So, what... <laughs> <laughs> so, Jack, Jack sees this one dude who's like, oh, that's a pretty cool cow. I will trade you this sack of magic beans. And uh, Jack either, like, he's like, what does that mean? And he's like, you know, the beans, they grow up into bigger beans. And Jack mm-hmm. is a complete idiot. And he just accepts this trade. Was this guy at the market trying to sell his magic beans? Or was it just some guy, like, peering out behind a thing? I'm picturing a guy around a corner. Yeah. Who's like, buddy with the cow. I got that off-market stuff. Because I can't imagine he has, like, a stand. No. Like a magic bean stand. I can't he's imagine that either. Waving people in. Because he's only got, he's got a limited number of magic beans. You he's, would think. He's not growing all these magic beans. Mm-hmm. Exchange them for the cow. Now, I don't know why this guy wanted the cow that doesn't milk. I don't think that's an explained part of the story. Uh, I think you butcher it. Yeah, but this guy's got magic beans. Yeah. What is he, what's he in the market for a cow for? This well, guy's, you can't eat magic beans every night. You gotta, <laughs> have, you gotta have a hamburger now and then. That's true. I just feel like this guy, this guy's up to mischief. Mm-hmm. Mischievous people don't want to. A dry cow. Yeah. Well, that's... So, I don't know what his deal is. He's done for the rest of the story. This is the weird magic bean guy. Okay. Jack comes home. He says, Mom, I got a great deal. I got us these magic beans. Mm-hmm. Mom, bedridden, takes these magic beans, says, Jack, you're the stupidest boy alive, throws them out the window. Mother's furious with Jack. <laughs> I understand. End of story. This... That's the entire story. Okay. Interesting. Now, a few questions. Mm-hmm. So when people say there was a giant, they just mean he was a giant idiot. Yes. Okay. Jack and the, the no brain. Now what happens, they wake up the next, sounds like the end of the story. Oh, in the sequel. Mom says end of the story, right? Beans fly <laughs> out the window. <laughs> this story is over. <laughs> she, she yells, why are they writing about this? <laughs> so the mom throws the beans out the window. They wake up the next day. There is one beanstalk that has grown into the sky. Uh-huh. It's pretty big. Mm-hmm. Now, here's... Unless this guy is falling, but that's a different tale. That's, uh... Which one's that? Good question. That's about birds, right? Somebody gets hit by, a an eggshell? I think the sky is falling? Little... Little robin. I'm picturing, like, a... Like, a boy who cried wolf, but with the sky falling. But that's different. Yeah. It's a, it's a story about panic. Mass hysteria. Oh, I think that was a... There was a... A robin's egg, which are blue. Mm-hmm. And that fell on someone's head... And they thought that blue, it was part of the shell, and they thought it was part of the sky. Interesting. And they ran around raising hysteria. So the, so the story is, know your eggs, don't count them before they hatch. I don't know if that one has a moral. Okay. I think it's kind of like if the story was Jack traded for the beans. If the story actually okay. ended there, it'd be the mm-hmm. same kind of thing where it's just like, here's an idiot. That's, let's put that in the list of fables. or podcast, right? <laughs> <laughs> so there's one bean stuff. I don't know why there's not... Like six beanstalks? Yeah. Because Jack didn't trade for one bean. They fuse. If it went into the sky, picture like those tree roots that like come out from every direction. Oh. And it's almost not even, you could almost climb under it. You know what I mean? That's a theory. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I never quite understood. These, the grapes, they they grow on, like ivy and grapes, they grow Vines, yes. Well, what are they usually growing on? Uh, well, in the wild, I don't know, but I don't know how many, I mean, vineyards, they have like... A lot of plants, yeah, and they, they have always, wire that they grow up. Yeah, or like a big, like a wooden thing. But I don't know what it was before that. Trees, maybe? Is it just bushes? trees? I don't know. I guess that makes sense. Plants are all in cahoots. Yeah. I've heard a thing, and I, I challenge someone to look it up and post a link, either correcting or 
confirming this, but plants can communicate like underground. So there's like this sounds wrong. There's I'm a gonna... tree, for example, that if locusts eat it, it it's capable of uh, putting off like a like a chemical that the locust won't eat it. Uh, but by the time locusts are eating this tree, it's like too late, fucker. Um, take some time to secrete, but it can communicate, and other trees in the forest will start to produce. Oh, so so a tree on one side of the forest is telling the trees on the other side of the forest, get ready for the locusts. Yeah, I did not read the article, but the headline seemed compelling. Why did you read that article? Somebody read the article. Maybe I'll post it. Check the show notes. You can't you can't take it take a headline like that at face value. Well. It's also not this thing like maybe they communicate when it's like trees are communicating. It's a pretty definitive headline. I don't know how that how you could really double back on that in the article. <laughs> That's true, I guess. I don't know how your conclusion can be we trees might communicate. I'm still blown away by you being like, all right, <laughs> they're communicating. This is how I live my life. I'll let it slide. Who's got the time? Certainly not the trees. They seem they have nothing but time. Not the first one. Not the martyr. Huh? The one taking the locusts. Oh, I see. That you know tree's I mean? dead. That tree's... Yeah. Fucked. <laughs> so, you can make the word fucked funny just by a look. <laughs> In case you're wondering. Try it at home. So, there's a big beanstalk outside of mom's window. Mm-hmm. Jack goes outside, sees this beanstalk. Jack, being the the dummy that he is, immediately decides to climb the beanstalk. Which you could... I guess you could I also... I mean, when my mom would get mad at me, I would climb things too. I get it. Yeah. Trying to get away. You could also make the argument, I suppose, that, uh, I mean, he's got nothing else to do. Like, neither of them have a job, it seems. They don't have a cow. He doesn't need to go sell cow milk. His mother had a cow that he brought home the beans. That's true. Bart Simpson style. Mm-hmm. I caramba, dude. That's a Bart Simpson line, right? Don't have a cow, man? Probably. All right. So, Jack climbs up this beanstalk and arrives at a a castle in the sky. Oh, Jimi Hendrix. Is that a Jimi Hendrix song? I think so. Uh, excuse me while I kiss this castle in the sky. Castles made of sand? Uh, What's sound. the one that both all along the watchtower? Oh, that's a good one. Dylan and Hendrix. I think Dylan first. Believe it or not. Dylan wrote that and Hendrix did it. Yes. All right. I believe. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when I can inform, I'm going to do it. So, they get he gets to the sky... Uh huh. How long does that take him? I mean, it's got to take three hours in in practicality, right? Now, if you're writing a story like this, I don't know in what versions it exists. I don't know if there's a, a, a short a book. I think um, there's a novel. Okay. If you're having fun with a novel, is it too crazy to have a novel and just be like, he's climbing to the sky and it goes left, right, left, oh, right and then for you have like pages, three pages of that? Yeah. Because it's not like you're literally boring the person. No, they're just like, oh, I see what's happening here. And then they skip to the end of that. I like that gag. That's, yeah, That'd that's fun. fun. Um, have fun with the form. Yeah. It's as if you're writing the not. It's all happening in real time. Yeah. Where everything, you can't just go, we jumped forward three hours. It was a long, long climb. You're like, right. you got to be a part of this with Jack. Uh-huh. Be I, uh huh. Be bored like him. I got audited the other year and the tax man came and I was like, what? I was having fun with the form. <laughs> Like, you got to do it a certain way. You didn't get audited, did you? No, no for sure. Joe, I, I like know it's going to audit someone making my money. That's how I feel about like my comedy income. I'm like, I'm going to report just what they know. And to be honest, though, I mean, if you cut mileage for 
I just didn't want to do all that mileage shit. No, but I'm just saying, the more you report, the more mileage you can... Like, I really think it's it's not going to really affect either way. Probably right. So, Jack arrives at the clouds, and up in the clouds, big old castle, castle big enough for a giant. Adam, you knew it. This is the part you know. There's a giant in the clouds. Yes, Jack. No. Oh, Beanstalk. Jack is the boy. Yeah, Beanstalk. Okay. <laughs> So Jack, Jack goes into a castle. So, okay. I have a question. There's a castle in the sky. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's it. No. I mean, I'm that's curious. a reasonable question. <laughs> but he gets up there. Is he walking for miles? Is there a castle every mile in the sky? You know what I mean? He just happens to be... That's a good point. His beanstalk can... went straight to where the castle was. Okay. I can overlook the serendipity, the whatever you want to call it, the just the ease of writing the story where the castle's right there. Are there other castles in the sky? Um, That's what I want to know. I mean, presumably there's castles all throughout the sky because statistically it would be, you know, it's a whole fall in the ocean. How likely is there to be an island situation? What's this giant eating up there in the sky? Birds? Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know what else you would eat or just beans whenever they happen yeah, to arrive. Yeah, is there a whole, is there, does the beanstalk, I'm picturing a beanstalk for him too and he's pulling beans off this beanstalk? Maybe. I'm picturing eating a lot of blood sausage. Yeah. That's, but I don't know where he's getting that blood sausage. Right. I'd also like to revisit the motives because I think the assumption is this one guy sold Jack the beans mm-hmm. to screw over Jack. But this, Oh, interesting. He was this guy, in retrospect, shiesty. does not have... He was not a shyster. He, 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 he sold him legitimately good magic beans. But they implied that the motivations were ill? Or did you just assume that because you didn't believe in magic beans? I assumed that because I didn't believe in magic beans. Or, I mean, you know... Check the tapes. But why... Maybe he was a legit dude. I'm just... That, that character is baffling to me. Well, it's also like... Now that you know the beans are magic... This guy made a raw deal. A cow for magic beans? That's what I'm saying. Although, why is he doing this? Although... What are his actual motivations? Well, I got to listen more because I don't know what benefit it is to have a beanstalk that goes to the sky. That's a good point. <laughs> this guy probably has these magic Monetarily. beans. He's like, magic beans sound good. But then when you actually grow them, I guess in theory, you'd have huge beans. You could you trade think? those Otherwise, it would just cow. be a stock. Yeah, it's not just... Maybe that was the whole thing. There's no beans on this beanstalk. Could be. That's what it is. He screwed him with just a giant beanstalk. Yeah. So that he... Jack sneaks into a castle, mm-hmm. and there's huge furniture everywhere. That's fun. And he's like, this is crazy. Sky, people like big chairs. Um, and he goes, and he finds a sack of gold coins, Did I believe. Did he think it was God? I would think it was God. Yeah, I would go straight to God. That's a good point. It would be, When people are like, I saw a sign, and that made me think that God was real, this is a concrete enough sign to be like, oh, okay, I'm on board. Right. I, I buy in now. Okay, so he's walking around the uh, furniture. Is there like maids? Is there an animal? Is there a big dog? I think so. There's a goose in there. Okay, the size of dump truck or Jack size? It, it must be a normal sized goose because it, the way this starts, Jack goes up, finds a coin thing, giant comes out. Coin star? What are you talking about? He's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, yeah, he pours all the rest of his beans in there, and it gives mm-hmm. him eighty-five cents for it. Um, no, he. He sees a, a, a sack of coins. Okay. Takes a sack of coins. Giant comes out. And the giant says, fee fi fo thum. Yes. I smell the blood of an Englishman. Uh-huh. That doesn't rhyme. Is no, that but I don't think it did. No, that, five that sounds correct. Fo 
Fam. Fam. Fee-fi-fo-fum. I smell the blood of a... It's got to be Englishman. I'm pretty certain on that. But we're going to take some heat right, here. So he's not, the, he's not the smartest giant. He can't rhyme. Mm-hmm. And he, I think he's, you know, looking under the rugs and stuff. I don't know how often he gets an Englishman. He must yeah. get a lot of people up there. Well, are they in England? Yes. But then why Makes clarify sense. an Englishman? He's got a view up top there. He could see other countries. He knows well of other lands just from his vantage point. Yeah, maybe. He's a learned giant. Mm-hmm. Also, once you got a beanstalk that goes up into the sky, if that thing's turned at a, you know, slight angle there, all of a sudden you got some a Scotsman climbing up. You know what I mean? Mm. If that thing's not straight up, you might not get an Englishman. Yeah, what are the what are the chances of it? I'm, I'd like to revisit this. This whole exploration of how many castles are up in the sky makes no sense. Right? Fascinating. It's, boy. Mm-hmm. So Jack takes the coins, runs out. Giant goes, get back here with those coins. Jack goes, no. Gets on the beanstalk, slides down the beanstalk, and comes home with the coins. Nice. And his mom's like, this is killer. Um, good job on the beans, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to give you too much credit because... That means I'm wrong. Yeah. Also, what are the chances that the castle was straight up in the air? Mm-hmm. So, they get these coins. They're probably, you know, this is worth more than their cow. They're looking pretty good. Jack goes, actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find my way back up there. So it looked like he had some other cool trinkets and such. Oh, boy. So, rule of threes, he goes up a second time. And this time, there's a goose that lays a golden egg. Oh, nice. There's magic up there. Yeah. At this point, nothing phases Jack. He's just, right. <laughs> it's just like, ah, we got giants in the sky. I mean, for the boy that believed in magic beans... It- it would make sense he doesn't question too much. <laughs> That's a good point. Also, he might not have even known about the golden eggs at the time. He's like, I bet this goose has some special powers. Mm-hmm. I just need this goose for whatever reason. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're a poor family. He yeah, right. Coins and geese. That's all well, you need. Yeah, you could eat the goose. So he takes the goose and he escapes with the goose this time. Mm-hmm. And the giant's even more pissed. How he's able to just like, he, he must have brought a bag. Probably that coin sack yeah sticks the goose in that coin sack pillowcase when i went to school there was a pillowcase bandit they called them kids would go home for spring break or winter break from college guy would break in fill their pillowcases with their shit leave oh i legitimately was thinking he just stole people's pillowcases and i'm like that's very funny oh that'd be a great gag uh pretty elaborate and risky not not really worth it no but you're also good people are gonna be a lot less angry than if you steal all their stuff. Yeah, but not enough because you still feel violated that it someone was in there. That someone was in your place is very... My dad had um, marks on his door. Someone had tried to use a crowbar to break in. Uh, and just that alone felt very, like, unsettling. Yeah, for sure. Like, for, like, every once in a while near us, the cars will get, like, broken into or whatever, like, in mm-hmm. our driveway. It's just like, oh, there was a guy out here... Just like, yeah, poking around, looking in people's cars. Well, we had someone steal a computer from a place. It's true. That didn't make, I didn't feel great about that. No, it was a little uncomfortable. You should have followed that guy home. Mm-hmm. Throwing a rock near his car. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show him. So, Jack comes back with the golden goose. Um, gold has equal value to milk in England at the time. So, they're back to where they started, plus the gold coins. Mm-hmm. They get one golden egg every day. Uh, it's worth the same as a gallon of milk, and they're they're in great shape. But Jack's greedy, as as folks get right. So what do you what do you think he takes this time? And he goes back up. I'm not gonna lie, I spaced out a bit. <laughs> what did he take last time? The the goose. It's a golden goose. Um, 
I don't know what else is up there. He takes the uh, the harp that plays itself this time. Yeah, well, well, how was I going to pull that out? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I don't know any connection that any of these items have with each other. Yeah, me either. This, this author's really just making stuff up as he goes here. So he's going to have a, a large, a giant-sized harp in his fucking studio with his mom? Yeah. Playing romantic know. music? Ooh. I, don't know, I don't know what his end game is with this <laughs> harp. Why that caught his eye. Mm-hmm. I bet there was other cool stuff he could have gone with, like a nice afghan or something. Okay. But so he takes his magic harp and he starts sneaking out. I'm going to say the harp plays itself or something. Cut. The harp starts playing music. Giant hears the music. Runs in the room. Does it have hands or is it just kind of like magically? Mm. Yeah, I'm picturing a little bit Does it have its own hand? It's playing itself? I picture like that candelabra from Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Where he's giving himself a little action. Those characters in Beauty and the Beast, all gay, right? Like 90% of the characters. Good question. Maybe. All right, cut After the part with <laughs> Cut the part <laughs> Right. Right. Pointlessly accuse everyone of being gay. Uh, not accuse. Cut all this. And it, so, <laughs> so, Jack, t- the giant chases after Jack, and Jack goes down the beanstalk, gets to the bottom. Giant's coming down. Jack takes out an axe. Why didn't he follow him the other times? I don't know. Okay. Not sure. He had to know the beanstalk was there. You'd think. The beanstalk's poking up into the clouds. Yeah. You'd think the giant goes, Englishman keeps coming up here, stealing my shit. Maybe it's that new beanstalk that just came up in the yard. I'll just, you know, turn that down. Yeah. Was this a whole new world for the giant? Did he really know about the world below? He's got to stuck his head under the clouds at one point, right? Uh, maybe. Is that how clouds work? You can walk on them, but you can will your head through them? He's also, he's, yeah, that doesn't make a ton of sense. They're big enough to support a giant somehow. And a castle. He's also, <laughs> right. He's also aware of England. So he's got to know there's stuff underneath him. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Was he the last Jack? He took the last magic beans and his thievery made him, his head grow. And along with his head grew his body. And now he's a giant stuck in the clouds. Too big to go down. I like this theory. <laughs> okay. He climbed up as the original Jack, ate the beans, Beans made him big. Oh, interesting. Beans, beans, the magical fruit. Make you big and strong like Popeye. So, mm-hmm. gi- spinach. Giants chasing down the beanstalk to get back his harp. And Jack chops the beanstalk down and the giant falls to his death out of the sky. Okay, problem solved. Yeah. Somehow doesn't crush their house. Okay. It has to crush some stuff. I'm picturing a 30 foot tall giant. Me too. And then I'm, I could see different versions of this story. I was going to ask, is this like one of those David and Goliath things where you find out Goliath was just like 6'4"? Yeah, Goliath David was like 6'4", like nearsighted guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right. Um, that is okay. a weird story. The, the actual David and Goliath story is just like a gargantuan man who couldn't, he was like blind. Interesting, yeah. He had really poor vision, so David kept throwing rocks at his eyes and this guy was just like uncoordinated. Why was he going for the eyes? Those were taken care of. Those were kaput. With just his head, right? Goliath? Yeah. Uh, Someone was blind. Why are you going to go for their eyes? Oh, I don't think he, he wasn't like pain. Well, it wasn't like everyone knew he was blind. It was like I see. he needed glasses really bad uh-huh. and they didn't have glasses that big that he could wear. Gotcha. But I don't get why well, I don't get why uh, this guy, this giant is so idiotic that he says things like fee-fi-fo-fum, but then likes the elegant music that the harp plays. Yeah, I don't know. Also, I don't know that the giant, I don't think it's ever established that the giant is bad, other than the fact that he, he's like, getting robbed. He wants to kill Jack. Yeah. 
But that's a normal reaction to somebody who broke into your house and is a robbing you. A couple times. Right. Yeah. This guy keeps robbing him. So we're all obviously rooting for poor Jack and his poor mother. Mm-hmm. But he's also just ransacking this giant with no real reason. Yeah, I'll be honest. I'm not a big fan of the mother. No. I'm going to say you painted her and part of that was your own doing where you're like, this mom's a, a real... Okay, you told me she's unemployed. <laughs> you told me she she sent her boy in town uh, to make a deal with their whole life savings. Um, I have a lot of theories that she's doing drugs when he's gone and she wanted him out for a while. Could I be. don't know. but And then she criticizes his choice when he comes back. He gave it to a boy. I don't like her. Yeah. She seems overcritical. Mm-hmm. It's like, take some responsibility for your life, woman. You know Jack's a dummy? Don't give him your one asset and send him into town. Exactly. I don't even know what... Yeah, what did she tell him to trade that cow for? They didn't have a plan. No. She should have been very specific with her plan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the Giant's like an okay guy. All right, I just want to go on record. Charlie and I want to say that we would make great single mothers. (laughs) That's what... We just want to say it's not that hard and we would be good at it. Yeah. I feel that way. <laughs> I was making a joke. I know you're joking over there, but goddamn, I wouldn't crush it as a single. Actually, I don't want to do that at all. That sounds horrible. That sounds like the worst. Get a man in the picture. Have him single father this child. Anyway, giant falls, dies. The family is now family. It's two people. It's hardly a family, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. There's a whole, quite a few people out there that would strongly disagree with you call yourself a duo <laughs> you don't need to be a family when you're two people you make up a nickname for your mom and you're just you're those two that's folks true. if you're if you're if you're just a mom and a boy you should go on road trips oh yeah if you had that quirky mom that like movie mom who's just like like seth rogan's mom we're buying funny hats today and you're smoking your first cigarette and we're driving to nevada what movie are you referencing uh, i think i got an idea <laughs> i don't know <laughs> It's not out there yet. So, then, that's the end of Jack and the Beanstalk. I think there's an entire other story that I think is also a related fairy tale called Jack the Giant Slayer. Okay. And that's just Jack, I guess he goes back up to the clouds, finds the other castles, starts murdering giants for some reason. Oh, I don't like this. No, that doesn't seem like there's a real reason but To he be fair, to he, was, he was raised by a poor single mother that did the best she could wasn't very good and he's got some issues i guess maybe it's a he's lashing out against his father who left them yes he sees the giant as a father figure uh-huh largely because the size uh, yeah <laughs> i think this is a whole freudian thing where it's like actually that giant was yeah five eight and he's like oh my god you're huge yeah you're... and jack's super small this is like a napoleon complex yeah meets a missing father situation that might have been the metaphor here the giant is actually jack's dad interesting and he met his dad he wasn't in the clouds this was a dream he had there you go you're always in the clouds when you dream mm-hmm. where his dad is living very well yeah and not paying child support he robs his dad kills his dad fulfills his dreams mm-hmm. does the freudian thing stop there hopefully it- it's just like a half Freudian thing. Oh, I don't think he makes love to his mother afterwards. Okay. Hey, you got yourself a golden goose. Yeah. You and your mother have some fun. Good. Um, yeah, I don't know why the goose itself is an asset if it lays an egg. What do you do with a golden egg? It's like, do we crack it and sell the shell or do we just sell the whole egg? Well, it's just gold. But yeah, it's also... Oh, it's solid gold. I don't think it's solid gold. It's presumably a gold shell and empty inside. What does this goose eat? Raw mineral? Like, what is... Does he sit in a river and just sift out, you know what I mean? 
Is he paying for gold with his... I see. You think it's a diet issue? Well, he's making gold out of somewhere. Hi. Who can just make gold? You need the... Whatever makes gold. Hey, <laughs> you. You at least need some elements to combine to make gold, probably with pressure, probably with heat. Wait, is gold... Gold isn't just one element. There's an element AU. called AU. That's gold. But then, like, the actual gold that we trade, that's just gold. It's not, like, gold mixed with... Well, I think that comes into the pure, like, carrots of how pure the gold is. Because I'm always confused by, like, uh, you got salt. The salt we eat is, mm -hmm. like, I think of sodium as salt as the yeah, same and thing. Yeah, And then they're like, actually, you have to add some chlorine to your sodium to make it salt. I'm like, that sounds... Worse. Like it would kill you. Yeah. Right. But... I don't know. I've gotten thrown in a pool. Come up. I swallowed some chlorine in my day. Yeah, I have a very good understanding of what chlorine tastes like. That's yeah, that's it upsetting. smells like it's off. I guess it's a good thing ultimately. Charlie's twitching like he has a some PTSD coming up. All right, so we got Jack and uh, he made out. Okay, so like, where was the real? It was a chase scene at the end. I think that was the big. That was the chase, and there was probably more going on in the castle. Where like it might have been kind of a cat and mouse situation. Okay. Giant can't see him. He's taking some big stomps. Jack's dodging, mm -hmm. hides under the couch cushions for a week. Could so have this is an action fairy tale. Yeah, I think okay. there's probably a lot of that. Right. But he's under those couch cushions. He got a big old popcorn in oh, there. He can, he can snack on that. It's a couple of meals. Yeah. Yeah, that quarter, you could buy a whole new cow with the size of that. Interesting. Okay. All right. Well, happy ending, I guess. I still hope his mom turns it around. <laughs> I hope she uses that money to invest in a a cow and, and have a steady stable source of income stops doing drugs yeah <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> that's probably where all their money was going i don't know all right interesting well it's all i got for you that's okay that's quite a bit um i knew chunks of that um literally just occurred to me we didn't turn on a light during this podcast no but it, it, the sun was higher ah. so it is getting dark enough where we need to wrap it up or we will lose our way back home hansel and gretel Hey, don't lose your way to this podcast. Uh, that doesn't mean anything, but thanks for listening. Come back soon. <laughs>